Welcome to the Truth About Recruitment podcast. This podcast is aimed at providing a free resource and guide to navigating the recruitment process and optimizing your career journey. Arguably one of the most important and stressful elements of any one individual's life. My name is Matt Masters. I'm a recruiter and passionate at providing free access to information that can help people's lives easier, particularly around recruitment, around their career journeys, and everything that goes with that. I've got many decades experience, but I've not sat here saying that I have all the answers. I simply want to provide a free resource that hopefully can provide some help, assurance, and reduce the anxiety that can sometimes exist when people are going through change, looking for a new job, or simply trying to ensure they get the most out of their career. If you want a copy of any of the PDFs discussed in the podcast, please email truthaboutpodcast at outlook.com. Thank you for listening. Hi there and welcome. Today we're going to be discussing how to write the perfect CV. Now I'll start by saying this, there is no such thing as the perfect CV. However, there are things you can do to really optimise your personal brand and we're going to come back to that a lot during the next series. But CVs are an opportunity for you to really evidence what you've achieved. There are so many people who are exceptional but yet on their CV, they simply put what they're responsible for. And that's not their brand. Their brand is what they've achieved. Whether you're an interim, whether you're a permanent member of staff, I would just say this to you, focus on what you've achieved. That is, if you can do that, that is the one thing to remember when writing your CV. Everything else is just extra fluff. The achievements need to be at the core. Now, of course, There's going to be people out there who are specialist doctors uh, or uh, lawyers, and there may be slight alterations to this that need to be followed. But what I'm going to give you is a broad template, which then you can use and tweak to meet your own requirements and your own specific uh, factors that go into your uh, area of work. Now, this template has helped a lot of people get pay rises, get their dream job uh, and fundamentally help them be their own cheerleader. But as I said, there is no one size fits all. So take what you like from this. You don't need to follow it word for word. It's just my personal opinion. So the first point and a really important part of the CV is the executive summary. So this is an opening paragraph where you're providing a clear and concise statement to clients as to what you are offering them and the sorts of roles that you're interested in. You know, I in, I normally wouldn't go beyond six sentences. You'll be really punchy and really clear. If you imagine that the average employer is gonna spend seven seconds reading a CV or skimming it, whether they decide to properly engage with it or not, you want to make sure that they are really, really able to understand as clearly as possible exactly what you want to do. You don't want to go through with uh, overly flamboyant language uh, or ambiguous ambiguous statements you want to go right this is what I'd want to do and you know and this is why this is what I bring to you once you've established that executive summary the next bit is the most critical part of the whole CV now this is called career highlights or career achievements so now you've established that proposition in your executive summary you're going to reinforce that proposition with tangible examples no less than three, no more than six. They need to be 
tangible. So values, timescales, duration, uh, things that you will bring up at an interview. But also, this is the really important part, make sure they are examples that reinforce that opening executive summary, that reinforce your proposition. There's no point talking about things you've achieved if they're not relevant to what you're saying you want to do. So if it, for example, is a role that's got managerial experience, talk about when you have you know, done a great job at improving the outcomes of the team by measuring KPIs, or but there's a tangible aspect to it and it's relevant to that opening proposition. Now, after that, you need to go through your career experience. So that is format uh, for, for job role. So what I mean by that is, so you put the job title that you held, the employer and the dates employed. Provide a short, succinct summary of your role and provide any achievements that you've not mentioned in your career highlights. Keep this description succinct. I, I personally would recommend it being longer than four to five sentences. Now, after you've done this, the next bit is qualifications and education. You only need to put relevant qualifications to the roles that you're interested in. So if you're somebody that has, uh, you know, you're, for example, a surveyor, you're a chartered surveyor, you don't need to put what your A-level and GCC results were. Just put your degree and your qualification. Now, the next bit is something that most people won't have heard uh, or would have heard of as a concept in CVs, but it's recommendations and testimonials at the end of your CV. Now, there's a reason why we put it at the end. And um, part of this came from, or was reinforced to me by the diary CEO. There is a marketing uh, tactic whereby when somebody is looking at something or experiencing something, they will remember the most important or the, the best or the worst bit that happens in that experience and the very last thing that happens. So your most important bit and the bit that you want them to be like, wow, that's amazing, is your career achievements. The last bit is your recommendations. So they're a really, really powerful um, uh, piece of your CV. And it's really important they go to the end because that's the last thing they're going to read and the last thing and the first thing they're going to remember. So these could be uh, emails you received, LinkedIn recommendations from line managers, peers or stakeholders that you've worked with, but they are reinforcing the proposition that you established in the opening paragraph. I wouldn't have more than three or four and I would make them succinct. So maybe just, you know, pick a sentence or two from a, a paragraph. But it can make the difference between somebody asking you to interview or not, because you are fundamentally demonstrating that, OK, this is what I want to do. Here's the examples of when I've done it, and this is what people think who are relevant. So these are the things to remember. Golden rule, only things that reinforce your proposition are things that need to go into your CV. If it doesn't do that, don't include it. Do not make the mistake of describing what you're responsible for. Instead, focus on what you have achieved. I would not include skills or competencies, because to do what you've done, you have to have this anyway and it's taking attention away from the things you want them to focus on, your achievements, your proposition, and your recommendations. There is no hard or fast rule on the length of a CV, but remember, clients are busy, and to put the most important thing at the top of the CV and keep it as concise as possible wherever possible. Now, if you would like to have uh, free access um, to uh, this a PDF, which I can send through to you, then please just email truthaboutpodcast at outlook.com. It's in our title uh, or contents uh, on the uh, Spotify 
description of the podcast and I can send that through to you free. There's no cost whatsoever. I really hope this was useful, guys. Remember, keep it concise, keep to the point, reinforce the proposition. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Truth About Recruitment podcast. Now, 80% of listeners who enjoyed the podcast do not leave a review. Follow the podcast or subscribe to it. Please like, review and share the podcast who allow us to help more people for free. Thank you very much. Thank you.